0: Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. One. Welcome back to Fireside Giants guys following the Giants really ugly loss to the Detroit Lions. I mean, there's a lot to say and there's not a lot to say at the same time. It's like they just played really shitty guys. That was one of the worst games we've seen, if not the absolute worst game we've seen under Brian Dable's leadership. Nothing was good enough today. The penalties, the inefficiency across the board. But I'll tell you what, um, the Giants, the injuries, man, When does when is it going to end? You know, Adore Jackson, and, and I, I want to point to the fact that Adore Jackson being a, a punt returner was one of the dumbest things that we could have ever seen. Like, everybody – Every single person said the same thing. This is going to add, add to, going to end badly. This is going to end in Adore Jackson being injured. And what do you know? Ends up being injured with a knee issue. We don't know how bad it is. Apparently reports are coming out that he's going to be out three to five weeks as an MCL sprain. When does it, when does it end? You know what I mean? Like this is just getting out of control in terms of, you know, the injuries and the number of them. And, the, you know, you have Jason Pinnick going down with a jaw injury. Wandale Robinson holding his knee. Apparently he was in a ton of pain. We don't know exactly what the diagnosis is on that yet, but I'll tell you what didn't look really pretty. And he he couldn't even walk on his right leg. He might be out for the rest of the season. He might have a torn ACL knock on wood, please God do not let him have a torn ACL. We cannot afford for him to go down. He had a hundred yards, his first hundred yard performance. He looks so, so good today. Um, I mean, there's a lot to break down Anthony. I mean, just the loss in general was ugly, but the injuries hurt a little bit more than the loss. In my opinion, now, we could afford to lose this game, but only if everyone was healthy and and right now we're staring down a Thursday game against Dallas on Thanksgiving that is giving me the shivers already. We, this could be ugly, you know, like we, we we're we're down so much talent, you know, how how are you reacting after this game? How are you feeling after this game? I mean, I just demoralized me completely.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty demoralized as well. This was a really, really ugly game in my opinion, by far the worst coach game of the, Brian Dable tenure so far. I thought that he, Mike Kafka, the two of them, just offensively, they didn't do a good job. I, I thought that the, the decision to put a Dory Jackson out there as a punt returner, I agree with you, Alex. That was a stupid decision to put it plainly. There's no reason that a starting cornerback, your CB1, should be out there returning punts of all of the players in your lineup not the CB1. That just doesn't make any type of sense to me. And honestly, if they were having him out there to return the punts, it should have been a rule. Don't even touch the thing. Don't run with the thing. Just let it bounce. All the wind, all of the injury possibilities. It was just plain stupid. Saquon Barkley was non-existent in this game. I mean, the the Detroit Lions had the second worst rush defense in the NFL entering this game, and they completely bottled up Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones was the entire lifeline, the entire pulse and heartbeat of the Giants offense today he did all that he could but two interceptions so he didn't do enough he didn't get the ball in the end zone other than on one rush no passing touchdowns Wanda Robinson did all that he could until he got yeah, injured fun. John Feliciano went injured as well yeah yeah you're right he did towards the end of the game he had one but still point still stands the Giants offense just did not do enough it was a poorly called game third and five and they decide to run gain zero yards fourth and five nothing there obviously it was just bad play calling bad execution the whole game plan from the offensive side of the ball was really really poor and again I think that Daniel Jones did all that he could I was actually impressed with a lot of the throws he made today and he was by far the standout performer for the Giants offense but other than that there are not a lot of positives to draw from this game the Detroit Lions top 30 points I said that in the days of leading up to this game that was something the Giants needed to look out for if they let Detroit top 30 points can the offense actually do that I don't think so, man, because the Giants offense hasn't scored 30 points in a long long time. So the defense, I mean, it was kind of the bend don't break thing that we always see, but that only works when the offense is actually executing, not turning the ball over and scoring points. And unfortunately the Giants offense just didn't come to play today. They put up a measly 18 points. And again, it was just a really poor performance. I thought this was by far the worst coach game from Brian Dable so far. And hopefully this is one that he takes a look at, says, you know what? I screwed up. This is how I'm going to be better. And maybe, you know, we got a quick turnaround here. We play on Thursday on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys hopefully the Giants are able to turn this around Brian Dable could come out there learn from this experience and hopefully put out a
0: good showing on Thanksgiving I mean look the the only thing I can really say right now uh, in terms of like bad coaching was I think that Adore Jackson situation that was like the one thing that stood out to me as a big problem everything else the, the penalties, I mean, look, you're playing with like half a practice team right now. Like the, these guys are all practice squad players. Isaiah Hodgins, you know what I mean? Matt Pert was playing. Shane Lemieux started at left guard. He hasn't played in like freaking two years. Um, what are you going to do? John Feliciano got knocked out. Tyree Phillips, our backup right tackle, got knocked out with a neck injury. What do you do at this point? Like no matter how good your coaching is, you can't supplement having third, fourth, fifth stringers on the team. I mean, what do you do? There's nothing you do. And, you know, call, call me crazy. Um, I thought Daniel Jones played pretty well. You know, I thought that aside from those two interceptions, and I know those are inexcusable. The first one just didn't see Aiden Hutchinson who dropped back into coverage on the crossing route. They did. That was a really good play by him. That was a really good, uh, you know, recognition of what they were, giants were trying to do. A lot of those crossers with Darius Slayton dropped back, nailed it. Um, the second interception was a fourth and five, just trying to make something happen. The giants were down needed to get something on the board. And, you know, just, it happens. You try to make a play and, you know, Daniel Jones made a mistake. Uh, But otherwise, you know, his stats are pretty damn good. 341 yards, a touchdown through the air. I had seven carries for 50 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Um, Had some really nice throws. He was 27 for 44 only took two sacks, made some good decisions throwing the ball away. Um, You know, I know you can't erase the the interceptions, but like if you look at the positives, there was a lot of positives from Daniel Jones today. There was 18 mile an hour winds today, guys throwing into that type of wind is, is not easy. You know what I mean? Um, The running game, nowhere to be found. You know, if you want to put some blame on somebody, put some blame on the offensive line. Daniel Jones had a good game as a quarterback and the offensive line gave Saquon Barkley 22 yards on 15 carries. You know what I mean? Like this is, you're talking about, you know, an offense that was was basically inept. But, you know, DJ, I thought, played decent. You know, you could argue with me, and yeah, that's totally fine. But look at his receivers. Wandell Robinson gets knocked out. Darius Slayton's his, R- his WR1. For goodness sake, Richie James, who we all castrated two days ago for dropping all those punts and, and you know, fumbling those punts away, was, was playing in the second half, guys. Kenny Galladay, Isaiah Hodges. You know, these guys are not supposed to be playing on NFL rosters, most of them. You know, Isaiah Hodges is a Buffalo practice squad player two weeks ago. Lawrence kasher was a practice squad on the Jets player two weeks ago. Richie, <coughs> Richie James should never be seeing the field again. Um Darius Slayton's probably a wide receiver four or three maximum on another team that's better than ours. Uh, and Kenny Galladay is just is – just a he can't do anything. You know what I mean? Um, what do you expect Dan Jones to do? Like, I feel bad for the guy. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't think he could have played better in some respects. I think that the interceptions, he definitely should have seen some of those things. He definitely could have done some different things. Um, but ultimately, like, I'm not putting – I'm not pinning this blame on him whatsoever. I'm putting this blame on the Giants getting injured and the fact that they are – utilizing a myriad of backup players and, and that's just the reality of the situation we have outplayed expectations up to this point you know we're seven and three on the season right now in week 11 that's far better than we could have imagined eagles just by the graces of the football gods snuck out a win today um over over the, the indianapolis colts so that was definitely tough for the giants but look um right now we're going into dallas on a short week we probably are going to be out a lot of our players. Wandell Roberts is definitely not playing. Adore Jackson's definitely not playing. Um, you know, John Feliciano, who knows? Tyree Phillips, who knows? Maybe Evan Neal comes back at the very best. Uh, but right now, you know, the, the Giants are staring down the barrel of a a definitely an ugly situation on the injury front. But you know, Anthony, when you're looking at um, how, who's got to step up here? You know, who are you looking at right now? Cause the defense, the secondary, like they had Nick McLeod, Rodarius Williams, Julian love back there. You know, we were, we're shredded. We're, we're in freaking pieces right now. The defensive line is healthy, but they can't cover back there. And let have like Dexter Lawrence playing boundary corner. And it's just not, it's not sustainable what they're trying to do. And the offense, they don't even have anyone. The fact they're putting any freaking points on the board at all is, is beyond me It's you know, the, the people will point to the play calling but look at the players that we have. How do you how do you get the most out of guys who have been on the team for two, three weeks? You know what I mean? This is this is ridiculous. I'm not blaming my Kafka for not being able to put points on the board. We have a high expectations, but look at what he's working with. There's nothing there, guys. Um, and Shane Lemieux, for the record, he was benched at halftime. Just awful. I mean, for goodness sake, I, I don't think I've seen a worse run blocking performance. And then I'll give him benefit of doubt because he hasn't played in like two years, so I'm not gonna say he can't get better. Um, but it, it was just god awful. Josh Zdun came in there and they immediately looked, immediately looked better. Matt Bradda made some plays. But um, you know, what, when you're looking at this team right now, you know, what are you seeing? Because right now I'm demoralized, but more so because of the injuries than anything else.
1: Yeah, this was an ugly win, but the losses just make it – or the injuries – an ugly loss, but the the injuries just make it so much worse. It's like losing six games in one is how it feels, right? I mean, the Giants go out there. It it looked okay at the start. The Giants had a lead at some point in this game. They squandered that opportunity, but what did you expect them to do with all of those injuries? Again, it's like losing multiple games at once because you're looking at this roster now, looking at the lineup and saying – who plays here now? And now who plays here? Who do we put at this position? Who goes at this one? You just have no idea. And now the Giants are going to have to go to different practice squads, maybe into the free agency pool, and just find any and everybody who's willing to put on a Giants uniform to go out there and play. I mean, at this point, Alex, we might start getting some phone calls and offers to play for the rest of the season. Because I don't know where else the Giants are going to look. There is just no opportunity for the Giants to fix this. This is actually catastrophic. You look at the rest of the schedule that the Giants have ahead of them. Yeah, they're playing Dallas on thanksgiving and then they're going to be playing washington and philly twice in the rest of the season and they also have to play minnesota one of the best teams of football in indianapolis who just won toe-to-toe with philadelphia this is the toughest schedule in football remaining they have the toughest opponent opponent win percentage out of all of the teams in the NFL. Like the Giants are not going to be able to just cruise control their way into the postseason. They have to start coming up with some very difficult wins, some clutch victories down the stretch here. And that task just became even more difficult considering the fact that the Giants are now shorthanded in pretty much every single position group, whether that be the skill positions, whether that be the offensive line, the defensive line. I mean, we've suffered a slew of injuries there. The season, the secondary everywhere that you can look, the Giants are just decimated by injuries and I don't know what they can do going forward here to try and fix this problem and it's getting really scary when you look at it because this was really the last gimme on the Giants schedule this game right here against Detroit the last time they were going to face someone with this heavy of a losing record and they squandered that opportunity the Giants lost this game and they're not going to have any games like this on the rest of their schedule where they can go in and say we are the favorites to win this the Giants are going to have to be underdogs for the rest of the year like they were for the beginning portion of the season unfortunately though feels like the Giants have a bad tendency now to play down the competition when they go into these games even if they are the favorites they're playing at the same level or worse as the other team it's a horrible habit that they made that they created pretty early on the season and they haven't been able to break it and now you are feeling the effects of that and especially as you look at this Giants team and say are they better Is this roster actually better than any of the teams we're about to face for the rest of the season? It's very debatable when you factor in the fact that we we are without Evan Neal, Aziz Ojalari, Xavier McKinney, Adoree Jackson. The list goes on and on and on. The New York Giants man decimated with injuries, a disgusting, ugly loss with terrible play calling today and poor performances across the board. Unless Saquon Barkley comes into these next few games and goes on a tear, averages 150 yards per game, I don't really see the path to victory being too clear on any of these matchups. This is going to be really tough for the Giants. So they're going to need a difference maker here. They're going to need Brian Dable to get his stuff together. Look at this game recognize where he went wrong and fix it immediately because this is a kind of that really crucial point of the season going into Thanksgiving where if you start losing games now it's a very slippery slope and you can absolutely play your way out of the playoffs despite having a seven and two record going into this game seven and three now it can get worse and worse this is a the worst time of the year to start playing bad football and right now we are seeing the worst football that the Giants have played all year long
0: Yeah, and some good news on the injury front. I'm just reading now that uh, Adore Jackson's uh, x-rays did come back clean. And he said that, you know, it seems like he's going to be okay. And, that you know, he kind of dodged a bullet there. So I don't know if he'll play on Thursday. But at the very least, Adore Jackson doesn't seem to have any significant damage to his knee or anything like that. And, you know, Brian Dable said after the game, it's football. It is what it is. I still do not agree with his decision to use him as a punt returner. but. You know, we, we move forward and hopefully Adore can come back in a in a week or two and, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, Wandell's definitely a little bit more of a concern um, to me. Maybe God, I mean, just to hear that the that the that the pain he was in, I mean, it definitely doesn't sound very good. But goodness, you know, this is a interesting situation. If you're a Giants fan, you know, it's, <laughs> we're kind of sitting here like. What to what do we expect from now on? The Giants have one of the most difficult schedules remaining, and their team is basically destroyed, decimated from head to toe. Um, but we're we've we've out really outplayed um, ourselves this year, and I think that the expectations that were set for us, we've definitely smashed those, and I think that's a a good thing. We're definitely heading in the right direction. If we didn't have all these injuries right now, I'd be I'd be sitting here saying that. We're in a pretty good spot, you know. We may be able to push for a playoff spot, but injuries are part of the game, of course. Hopefully, you know the Giants do end up changing the turf next year to artificial grass, which I don't know what the difference is or what that looks like, but um, it does seem like they're going to make a change there. After all, the players, you know, kind of complained about it. But you know, guys, this was this was a tough game. Um, Ultimately, you know, the the Giants didn't come out on top in this one, but you know, we've seen them win some of these closer games. The Lions looked good, you know, so credit to them. They looked good. They came in here and they got they they took care of business. So. Um, I'm definitely excited to see, uh, you know, what the Giants can do in terms of bouncing back. We'll see, Um, you know, playing Dallas, Dale Jones, that really, really good defensive line over there. It's it's a tough challenge. So they got to come up with a brilliant scheme to take advantage of that, which is borderline impossible. But guys, I'd love to hear perspectives and opinions below about this game in the YouTube comments section. As always, my friends, make sure to like and subscribe. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode.